0: This week's episode of Enchanted Tiki Talk is brought to you by our proud sponsors at Kingdom Strollers, providing premium stroller and crib rentals delivered straight to your Disney or Orlando Resort, hotel, or vacation home free of charge. You choose the time of delivery and pickup, and we do the rest. It couldn't be easier, so book your Kingdom Stroller rental today by visiting KingdomStrollers.com or call 407-271-5301 ladies and gentlemen, no flashbulbs, please. Our performers are temperamental and easily upset. Thank you for your cooperation. Oh, look at all the people. My goodness, you're all staring at us. We better start the show rolling. Wait, wait, we forgot to wake up the glee club.
1: Hey, howdy, hey, and thank you for joining us here on A at Tiki Talk. We're your hosts, I'm Sean, I'm Keith, and I'm Alan. So grab yourself a Dole Whip, pull up a chair, and enjoy the show. This is episode 170 for the week of January 22nd, 2017. Hello and welcome to Enchanted Tiki Talk. This week on the show, Keith and I have brought on a friend and someone who's been on the show and now a possibly current or future Disney podcaster himself. And before I talk about him, this week's episode, we're going to talk about the 2017 Epcot International Festival of the Arts
0: that Ooh. is going on
1: currently in the Epcot International Promenade section of Epcotter Thing or Bobber. And that is from January 13th to February 20th, so, 2017. Like
2: it's like the Bobby Brady of, like, Epcot festivals.
1: <laughs> so before, it's an oldie
2: reference, kids. Yes. Look it up.
1: So before we talk about that, I want to welcome Jim back into the Tiki Hut. Welcome, Jimbo. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me back. Are oh, you welcome. You could up your energy level a little bit, you know, to, to bring it on par <laughs> with Keith and myself.
3: Okay, I'll do my best. <laughs> Last time I was on here, I sounded like a drone and absolutely hated the way I sounded. So I had to try to pep it up a little.
1: There you go. Have a cheer wine. Relax. A apparently,
3: little bit. apparently, it was too much. I'll I'll tone it down. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so Jim, thanks for coming back onto the show. Why don't you tell a little bit about the Disney podcast that you plan to do eventually when it comes out?
3: Um, yeah, we're starting a. Uh... It's called the World Showcase Podcast. It's basically just going to be a fan podcast. Uh, We're going to try to cover everything, uh, parks, movies, merchandise, anything we can try to cover. There's four of us in there. We're supposed to have an episode up a little bit ago and uh, ran into a couple technical difficulties. So hoping everyone who was following us is still trying to stick with us.
1: Uh, They'll be there. Don't worry about it. Nobody else has anything else to do in their lives, so they'll be there.
3: Other than wait for a podcast. Right.
1: (laughs) So, cool. Hopefully you guys um, can hit it out of the park. Good luck. And it's nice to focus on more than just the park, so hopefully uh, that format will work for you guys. Yeah, thank you. And I am available for episodes at any time. My hourly rate is 125 for the first hour at a minimum of eight hours of payment. So whenever you want to have me on, just let me know. Okay, yeah. A, a dollar
3: and a quarter?
2: Really? No, 125 That's kind of low. No. Oh, wow.
3: Oh, wow. Okay, wait. Hold yeah. on. Uh, yeah, it'll be a little bit. We'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll call
2: you. Don't call us. Okay. <laughs> What's the uh, Australian exchange rate? Because it might actually uh, be cheaper. It might be. Yeah.
1: All right, so we're going to talk about the Festival of the Arts that is currently going on in Epcot. So by the time this episode comes out, it'll already be about two weeks into it. But uh, this is a shorter festival at, I believe it's like 57 days, something along those lines. It's It's like 37 days, it's just a little bit over a month. And this is just to, you know, expand the... The festivals that Epcot has going on because people enjoy having all the, the food kiosks in there and Disney's just trying to find a way to expand that, which I don't necessarily have a problem with. But I'm also not in the parks all year long, so I can't really say if it is a huge issue, but we'll, we'll talk about this anyway. So this festival itself kind of focuses more on some artistic disciplines when it comes to uh, visual, culinary, and the performing arts. So you'll notice a lot more colors happening here at the festival. Not uh, not unlike the uh, flower and garden, but uh, just more in an artistic manner. So they have quite a few kiosks, so we're going to spend some time talking about some of those things. And one of those things which kind of pretty much looks really cool was the the pop tea art thing did you see that keith
2: everybody knows that um i am a humongous fan of pop tarts um so as soon as i saw this i was like oh man i really wish i could have it it's kind of essentially like a pop tart it's like a cake with an icing on top and um there's like a multi um a colored like swirl on top of it and it uh it looks really really good.
1: Yeah, I mean with the colors on there, you know, co- all the colors of the rainbow are on the thing. So visually it's 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 quite appealing. I don't know how it tastes, but you know, it does look pretty good.
3: I'd definitely try it. Like you said it's got every color on it and
1: Now, would you focus on the... one particular color or would you just <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> If you had like 18 friends like everybody
1: gets their own color <laughs> it's a yeah. color
2: yeah
3: <laughs> starting to remember trying to think why you charge so much to be on a show but um... <laughs> <laughs> <What>? <laughs> no uh That's
2: i mean it, it... it's the joke writers that cost him you know <laughs> yes. extra money so he <laughs> has to pay them first before he gets his cut
3: i mean it it, it, I, I would just say as far as far as that goes, as far as the, uh, I, you can't go wrong with a cookie with, uh, that much icing. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Cookie Monster. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah.
2: Yeah, it's a nice little sugar rush to start your day off with. And after that, then, um, you can, uh, take and move on, um, <laughs> to the savory stuff and a lot of alcohol, apparently.
1: Knock, knock. Who's there? Amos. Amos who? Amos Guido. <laughs> 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 okay, wait, sh- 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 okay, let's get back on the show. Yep. Here.
2: Okay. There's the crickets I was listening for. There, <laughs> Found them. Okay.
1: All right, so at one of the stands here, the first one we're going to talk about is the Cuisine Classique. And... I don't have prices on there for anybody, so I apologize for that, but uh, I'm going to read some of the items off here, and then uh, each one of us will pick something on there that we'd want to try. So the first one is the braised short rib with parsnip puree, broccolini, baby tomatoes, and aged balsamic. Then you have seared red snapper with braised ratatouille and lemon thyme puree blanc.
2: Ah, the red Uh, snapper.
4: Port wine.
2: UHF reference. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't get it.
1: <laughs> Port wine, poached pear, vanilla <laughs> panna cotta, and pistachio crumbs. Artist palette, jumbo chocolate chip cookie, Ciner- C- yeah, Sierra Nevada pale ale, Bell's two-hearted American-style Indian pale ale, the duck rabbit milk stout, beer braising flight, and a Campo Viejo Roja Reserva art series, whatever that is. Um, Jim, what on there do you think you would try? Um, I think I
3: would probably start out with the, uh, seared red snapper with the braised ratatouille. And I'll be honest, I have no idea what ratatouille is, but uh, it's rats. <laughs> I saw the, uh, picture of the meal and it looks absolutely amazing. It's basically
2: like, uh, it's like a French, like salsa, but uh, it's not spicy. It's pretty much like a chunky sauce. It's really, really good actually. I think that for me, anytime I get a good uh, a short rib, it's perfect for me. I think with the balsamic vinegar too, um, it would uh, cut through the, the fattiness of the meat. And so um, it'd be an excellent choice.
1: Yeah, I think so as well. I'm not a huge rib person because I just don't like pulling the meat off the bone. But um, I'm really curious about the parsnip puree with the aged balsamic like you said i think that would probably soften up the meat a bit and adding that to the the parsnip puree oh man that probably tastes really good <laughs> i'm all about mixing all my foods together and trying if there's four different things on my plate i like mixing it all together and trying them all together so i'd love to try that do yeah, the same
3: thing do you? it's a boneless
2: rib too it's not uh Oh, it
1: is? I put
2: bone in, yeah. Oh, okay.
1: Just... I, could, I could do that then. But I'm really curious about the, the really, I, I love the, the port wine poached pear with the, the vanilla yeah. panicotti. That sounds really good too.
2: Yeah, Perhaps there's no uh, a shortage of excellent choices. And I'm sure, uh, I don't know um, if these are um, considered snacks on the dining plan or not.
1: I'm not sure. I'm, I'm sure some of them are.
2: I know that. You try and do that uh, for uh, the festivals, uh, which is nice. If you uh, cash in a meal, it will equal out to uh, three snacks. Right. Um, So you can uh, try a bunch of different items and share them.
1: So next we have Decadent Delights. Now this is where the good stuff is here. Crisp caramel chocolate mousse bar, flavored meringue, kisses, and passion fruit mousse. Dark chocolate s'mores, homemade graham cracker, vanilla kisses, and a white chocolate fire. Whatever that is. But it's fire. fire. <laughs> Deconstructed purple sweet potato pie, salted caramel, bourbon soaked cake, and marshmallow whipped cream. You had me at bourbon. <laughs> <laughs> the Artist Palette Jumbo Chocolate Chip Cookie. And then you have um, a couple drinks there. The Sherry Hearing Liqueur. The This is where I could use... Um, Corvassor, VS Cognac.
2: It's, a uh, um, Cavassier.
1: Cavassier, uh, Fiera 10-year-old port. Keith, come on, man. What are you trying?
2: Um, well, as much as I would be interested, um, with, uh, the, um, sweet potato pie, I think that I would have to go for the s'mores plate. Um, uh, that just <laughs> sounds fantastic.
1: It does sound good, but I don't think it's gonna be as good as the bourbon coke soaked coke. The bourbon soaked cake. I mean, come it's got marshmallow whipped cream. It's got bourbon <laughs> and salted caramel. Salted caramel is awesome, man. I wish you well, could have salted caramel on a a steak. Well, that's a good idea. We could do that, Jim. You go get the the cognac. Okay. <laughs>
2: what about you, Jim? That sounds good.
3: Uh, I would probably go with the, uh, crisp caramel chocolate mousse bar. That sounds um, good. It all yeah, sounds good. It, it sounds good. It looks really good. Uh, I was going to pick the s'mores. I, I, the, the white, uh, white chocolate fire kind of makes me wonder. I'm not a huge smoky taste person and I have a feeling that would be the only thing that it would be to make it campfirey. Right. So I like smoke if it's like ribs, but <laughs> Ch- chocolate I'm not quite sure how that would be.
1: I think you can't go wrong with any of those there. No. Yeah, no,
2: but uh, I've noticed with a lot like uh, these menus, and it's it's on the this next one too, which is a big uh, like a trend and stuff in food is uh, everything is deconstructed. Yeah. It's like I don't. Understand it necessarily? I mean, I'm assuming it's just for uh, my presentation purposes. But it's like everything is is deconstructed these days, and it's,
1: the, it's don't weird. worry, there'll be a new hip word in about six months. So
2: yeah, I'm sure there will be. Yep.
1: <laughs> so here at e equals a t squared. If you're reading it, it looks like eat squared. Which, yeah. Eat. So the first one here is uh, Keith's word of the day, which is reconstructed, deconstructed Reuben, which is a classic Reuben with shredded corned beef, thousand aisle dressing, pickled red cabbage and a rye curl. The deconstructed BLT with crispy pork belly, tomato jam and a soft poached egg. Then you have a cob salad with the smoked duck breast, avocado mousse, Nusky's Applewood smoked bacon and blue cheese. The Figment White Chocolate Art Painting with Chocolate Easel. White Chocolate Mickey Pretzel with artist Palette. Deconstructed Breakfast, which is the Twinning Spiced Apple Chai Tea Shake with Maple Bourbon Cream. A Waspel, a a Waffle Crisp and Candied Bacon. Then you have a Deconstructed Breakfast again with with the Twinning Spiced Apple Chai Tea Shake with Maple Syrup, a Waffle Crisp and Candied Bacon. Non-alcoholic. Don't too excited Ooh. and then a pop our <laughs> art, article red white and blue frozen slushy once again non-alcoholic
2: Ooh, skipping that well i would probably uh, go with the blt i just love the uh crispy pork belly that they've had with other festivals and uh, with the jam and the soft the poached egg i think that that would be really really good
1: originally i I wanted to go with the Reuben because I love a good Reuben sandwich, but the deconstructed BLT, having that soft poached egg in there, that is has uh, has got my curiosity way up there. I'm curious to see and and taste what this thing is going to taste like. I'm just really curious. I think it'd be really good. Uh, multiple flavors on there. I mean, from the the pork belly, the tomato jam, and the and the egg. I think it's probably going to be very flavorful and I, something I, I would love to try.
2: Only thing uh, that would concern me um, is them keeping up like with uh, the crowds, especially with the poached egg. Because
1: right. um, you don't want that sitting too long either, right?
2: Right, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, if it is done right, I think it would be fantastic.
3: It does sound really good. If I had to pick a favorite and this is because I'm a little kid, <laughs> I would have to go with the uh, white chocolate figment puzzle.
2: <laughs> um, I've seen uh, these stuff online. Um, they really did an excellent job with the easels. I think that there's like three or four of them that they did, and I would hate to eat the thing. It's so it's well done. It's
3: almost like a souvenir.
1: Well, if you don't want to eat it, I'll eat it.
3: Don't you touch my <laughs> easel, sir. It's your own easel. Yeah, it, they, they did really present it really well. It looks really good. And I think Keith would side with me in saying you can't go wrong with anything figment either. So,
2: Amen, brother. Except, <laughs> except the attraction, which is all Shut up. But,
1: but next we have the Masterpiece Kitchen, which has got the wild mushroom risotto with aged Parmesan, truffle shavings, and zivendel reduction. With then, you got smoked salmon tartare, caviar, crisp, lavish, and traditional accompaniments then you have the charcuterie palette with artisan artisan cured meats nusky smoked duck breast and cheese then you have a triple chocolate mousse chocolate crunch dark chocolate sauce and gold leaf from disney's master pastry chef then you have the white chocolate puzzle on the artist palette mickey and pluto white chocolate painting with chocolate easel that's what jim is choosing the classic sidecar with a chocolate (laughs) twist Pierre Joey, Belle Epoque, uh, Brute Champagne, and the Meeker Vineyards, Wineyards, Handprint, Merlot, Keith. No, Jim, what are you all going right. with that one there? Uh,
3: I guess since so, I don't pick chocolate every single time because they all have desserts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would probably try the uh, wild mushroom risotto. It, I have a picture of it up and it looks absolutely amazing and I love mushrooms. so.
1: Whereas... I hate mushrooms, and I am not going to try that one. No way. <laughs> so for me, I would go with the, the the cured meats there. I saw a picture of that. That looks pretty good. I would give that one a shot.
2: I would, too. Um, anytime that they do um, the charcuterie boards on property, each one has been just amazing uh, that I've had. So I wouldn't uh, expect any uh, anything uh, less of this one. And plus, it's a lighter option, too. It's right. not um, extremely heavy. Hike Jim's had all of the chocolate and the risotto and stuff that's just weighing him down at this point. Right. Um, so he's going to be hurting here in about a half hour. So <laughs> uh, I'll take the uh, easier uh, on our stomach option and take the cured meats
1: this time. All right, so let's go over to the Painter's Palette. Here there is a trio of savory croissant donuts. Done. Sold. <laughs> Moving one, on. One is the whipped herb, <laughs> cream cheese with sea salt. Next is the chicken mousse with the fresh herbs and everything bagel seasoning. Then you have the spicy tuna with the sriracha mayonnaise and sesame seeds. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you have the margarita flatbread with basil, pesto, and balsamic drizzle. Then you have the Mary Blair white chocolate art painting with chocolate easel, which the picture is awesome. Then you have the popped art, which we talked about in the beginning, which is the abstract designer sugar cookie with chocolate hazelnut filling. White chocolate figment puzzle on the artist palette. Pomegranate mule featuring ginger people. Ginger beer and Van Gogh vodka. <laughs> Funny. Featuring the
2: ginger people. <laughs>
1: Then you have the Brick and Ridge Nitro Vanilla Porter, Young's Double Chocolate Stout, Three Daughter Queen's Court Strawberry Blonde Nitro, and a Napoleon Beer Flight. So me, myself here, and not going with the, the savory croissant donuts because I don't really like sriracha, and I don't like everything bagels, so this one will be out. The Margarita Flatbread with Basil Pesto is not on my to-do list, but I would like to try the Mary Blair White Chocolate Painting, Just because I want to eat the picture.
2: (laughs) As I cry. You're like, you're destroying a work of art. I'm sorry,
1: I have to. It just looks delicious.
2: I think that the savory uh, croissant donuts would be like a nice, um, interesting twist. I think it's one of those things that you're not going to find elsewhere. So if Um, you get
1: it, I'll just take a little nibble off of yours.
2: I will smack your hand, sir. No, you won't. I'm, I'm pretty fast. <laughs> You're not that fast. It's food. <laughs> it's a serious business with me and food. I would try those.
3: Uh, I'd probably have to go with the uh, margarita flatbread. That sounds absolutely amazing. Um, just everything on it sounds really good. I love uh pesto. and It just looks really good. I
2: just wonder if it's like... How it's baked—is it baked like in an oven or like on a flat top? Or I'm not sure if it's in like a portable, like a brick oven or something. It'd be amazing, but I'm just not sure how it's made. Uh, right. If it's if it's made uh, like those other flatbreads on property, I'd probably pass.
3: Yeah, I, that would be a good point.
1: <laughs> I guess you have to wait to get down there to find out.
2: Yep, I guess so. Which I is not going to happen. So, <laughs> if anybody out there is there and, uh, wants to let us know, please do.
1: Next, pop eat. shrimp ceviche with lime mint foam. Then you have the the sous vide venison with butternut squash puree, pomegranate reduction, pickled turnip, and juniper berry powder. Then the part, uh, popped art, modern design sugar cookie with chocolate hazelnut filling, the almond was that frangipang frangipan
2: frangipan frangipan cake layered like with to... raspberry dude, jam you try chocolate. it first before i jumped in
1: <laughs> um right now al would be uh taking over because i'm not pronouncing it correctly
2: yeah he's <laughs> he's probably smacking himself in the face uh-huh. somewhere going oh my god dude really <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly <laughs> Uh, next, you have Goofy White Chocolate Puzzle on an Artist Palette, then the Cloudum Silver Sparkling Wine, and then Popping Bubbles Cocktail.
2: Popping Bottles. Uh, let's see. Uh, with this one, um, uh, I would probably pick the Sous Vide Venison. The Sous Vide technique is they essentially uh, they take the meat and they put it in a bag and they take out the uh, air. And then um, it's essentially cooked in... Um, like heated water, uh, okay, which is a cool like method of doing it. The meat um is extremely tender, um, which is nice. That the process only takes like a short time too. Uh, that's uh, which is nice. It's not you know because if you have to braise it for hours and hours and hours. So I probably would uh, I would try that. I am a fan of venison anyway, so um, yeah, that sounds good to me.
1: I would try that one as well.
3: That's what I'd go with too.
1: Oh, look at that. Unanimous. Wow. Perfect. We can all... We should just get one. We'll just all share it. One <laughs> yeah. fork.
2: Everybody's eating Bambi. Okay, moving on.
1: <laughs> Next, the artist table. Pan-seared scallop with chorizo, roasted red pepper, coulée, and a Parmesan crisp, roasted pork... Uh-oh. Uh, rollad, right? on. Yes. Roulade? Yeah, Roulade.
2: Roulade. Good job, sir. With
1: the marble potatoes, baby carrots, and red wine sauce featuring Melissa's produce, artist palette, jumbo chocolate chip coody coody, couldody, yes, couldie. Um <laughs> Calabay Belgian sipping chocolate flight, white milk, dark, non-alcoholic, and then there's dark chocolate and champ board and the pearless Santa Coffee flavored wine. Hmm.
2: I think that uh, I would probably get the chocolate flight when i was there for the um the holiday they had a this was like a melted like a caramel drink it was warm and it was just fantastic and so um probably would assume that uh this is probably the the same type of idea only it's chocolate so um i've had like a ton of savory things like so far so um i think i'll um go for some chocolate drinks
3: i'd have to side with you those look absolutely amazing uh basically just a hot chocolate flight i don't think you can ever go wrong with any kind of hot chocolate so
1: nope um i would i'm tempted to go with the scallop but i'd just be worried that they're gonna overcook it
2: yeah that's the
1: problem that's the one thing like because overcooked scallop just isn't good but i mean that would be i would probably more than likely try that one but i would be worried that it would be overcooked but i'll give that one a shot
2: it's like a bouncy ball <laughs> if they're, yeah. like, overcooked. Uh-huh. It's just And it's so easy to overdo them, too. I mean, it's only, like, a couple heckins too long, and it's right. it's toast. So, so, but uh, I'm sure that the chefs at Disney, you know, are fully capable of doing scallops.
1: I'm sure. And the last place you can grab something here is the El Arista Henriento, which is the hungry artist... And this one has got uh, queso taco served with uh, chi, uh, chihuahua cheese, <laughs> red and green peppers <laughs> over a corn tortilla, and garnish with poblano peppers and micro cilantro. The other one is the horace flank steak guarache served with black beans, salsa de chile de arbol, Frize lettuce, queso fresco, red cabbage, shredded carrots, and chipotle mayo. That's the only mm. two there. Yeah. yeah the, I would go with the steak.
2: I would, too. That that sounds the amazing. Pizza. Oh, yeah. It looks really good. Yeah.
3: I'd have to disagree. I'd go with the... the I'll butcher this. Uh, ch- chori queso? Is that, sure. is that right? Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> And, and this will sound extremely bad,
2: but it seems like it says like a uh, chihuahua cheese. It
1: does,
0: <laughs> which, uh,
2: which which I'm sure is like completely wrong, and I'm sure that that my chef card is being revoked as we speak.
3: But that sure's that's what it looks like. It does. Who doesn't like some good dog cheese? You know.
2: Um. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that, that sounds great.
1: <laughs> All right, Jim. So, thank you for coming on. And since you've been on before, we get to have you do the Tiki Lightning round strikes twice, strikes, strikes, strikes twice. So, um, round two, round two, strike two, <laughs> dun dun dun. dun. dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Your favorite sit-down restaurant?
3: Be our guest.
1: Favorite attraction to ride at night?
3: Ooh. Uh, I
1: don't know that one.
3: Man, that's tough. Uh, It might just be because of memory-wise, but me and my wife rode uh, Dumbo at night, and that was a lot of fun, seeing everything lit up back there and stuff It was... It was a lot of fun, so that i probably pick Dumbo.
1: Favorite Disney villain? Oh. Uh, oh, man.
3: You really threw me off with this. <laughs> <laughs> um, Scar, I guess. That's a good one.
1: Favorite Disney Pixar movie?
3: Uh, Finding Nemo.
1: Now... You didn't go to you didn't go to Disney as a kid, right? I did not. Okay. Normally this this one favorite Disney park memory as a child. So we need a new one for you. And that will be
2: uh If you could ride any attraction first, what
3: would it be? No. Ah. Uh, um as in like if I rope dropped a park and right got there in front of everyone. Uh Man, uh, probably Buzz Lightyear at Magic Kingdom. Oh, nice. That's a fun one, but it always... It is. At least the times I've been there, it's always had like a long wait the whole time. So I suppose if I could get there before anybody else, that would probably be the one I'd pick. Cool.
1: Cool. Thank you so much for coming on, Jim. Why don't you tell everybody out there in the Tiki universe uh, where... You could be found on social media where your podcast could be found. And who would you rather cuddle with, Keith or Sean? <laughs>
3: you can find me on uh, Twitter at Steamboat Magic. Uh, you can find our podcast uh, on Twitter at The WS Podcast. Uh, we're on Facebook as The WS Podcast. We're on Instagram as The World Showcase Podcast. And if you'd want to get a hold of us any other way, uh, we have world showcase podcast at gmail.com. And I feel like I shouldn't answer the last (laughs) one. I don't want any hurt feelings. Uh, Plus I think my wife just got home. So that might be a little awkward. (laughs) All
1: right, Jim, thank you so much for coming on. Anything else you want to say?
3: I don't think so. Thanks for having me on again. I really appreciate it. You're
4: welcome. Awesome. Alright, well I think that's gonna do it for this week. But first we want to thank our sponsor, Kingdom Strollers. Kingdom Strollers provides premium stroller and crib rentals delivered straight to your door. For more information, visit kingdomstrollers.com or call 407-271-5301. Also head over to myfantasybands.com where you can get customized magic band covers for your next Walt Disney World vacation. And you can use the code Tiki Talk20 to get 20% off your order. That's Enchanted Tiki 20 to get 20% off your order at myfantasybands.com. Be sure to let us know what you thought of the show. Comment in the notes at EnchantedTikiTalk.com. Email us at podcast at EnchantedTikiTalk.com. and leave us a message on the Tiki Talk Hotline, which is 256 4 tiki That's two five six four six nine eight four five four. 8454 Please like us on Facebook, check out our store at redbubble.com, and follow us on Twitter and on Instagram at TikiTalk Podcast. Lastly, if you enjoyed the show, please take the time to rate us on iTunes.
1: And you can find me on Twitter at one minute Disney Dream. That's one M-I-N-Disney Dream mouseworldvacations.com and mousepros.com.
2: And you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Dole Daily.
4: And you can follow me on Twitter and on Instagram. I'm at Norman Bates. That's N-O-R-M-N-B, the number eight and the letter S. Thanks for listening this week. For Sean and Keith, I'm Alan. And this has been Enchanted Tiki Talk. Aloha.
1: So a little known fact about me, I was supposed to be on The Bachelor back in two thousand and nine. Oh, okay. Well, see, I did. not yeah, <laughs> Things that you learn on a podcast. No, you. Because I was. <laughs> what? No, no you were <laughs> To be a
2: like, bachelor or The Bachelorette, The Bachelor.
1: <laughs> the people, were, the girls were going to fight over me.
0: What? Yeah, Get out of here! I've eight. never
1: talked about that before on the show.
2: There's a reason because you probably just made it no, up. No, I'm
1: serious. i was supposed to be on it. Mm-hmm. A friend of mine was the executive producer, and they were looking for someone kind of sh- last minute, and I was gonna, <laughs> fill it. I was gonna fill the spot.
2: <laughs> you, don't get, you don't get much more last minute now. That's no,
1: huh? yeah, I mean, <laughs> my buddy, man. Rolo. His name is Rolo. Last name Dex. He's a he's a he's been a producer for many years. Rolo's a great guy, man. I'm telling you.
2: I just couldn't see you standing there with all them chicks like, you know. Fawning over me? Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, I even had my whole introductory scene planned out. I had the whole speech memorized if you if you want to hear it.
2: I would love to hear okay. it. <laughs> so,
1: <clears throat> Hello, ladies. My name is Sean, and I'm your bachelor for the evening. I'm a seven-time NASCAR-winning alcoholic drink champion in the parking lot. I've won many of those championships in the parking lot. You probably have seen pictures of me. Um, I have not thrown up once. I'm pretty good at it. I've gotten really good at it. People are pretty jealous of me, and I I bring a lot of things to the table. I can um, make some wicked brownies. I can... um, I can recite Shakespeare's uh, Macbeth uh, from word number seventeen to word number eight hundred and forty-two.
2: Eighteen. <laughs> <laughs> this is the point, like where there's a stampede, like for the exit. <laughs> They're like throwing off their heels, running to the door, <laughs> go and get me away from this creepy bastard.
0: Enchanted Tiki Talk has been brought to you by MousePros.com. Log on to MousePros.com to plan your perfect Disney vacation. And by Kingdom Strollers. Visit KingdomStrollers.com on your next visit to Orlando or call 407-271-5301 for premium stroller and crib rentals. Thanks for listening to Enchanted Tiki Talk.